butter. Oh, isn't butter divinity? Oh, God. Thank you for this breakfast. <laughs> you are welcome, friends. And you're all welcome to have butter and breakfast and a side of four sisters who oh, live in a, whoa. a f- fucking sh- the shittiest time to have been alive as a human being. When exactly is, is this revolutionary or civil war? This is post-civil war. Of course, we can only be talking really... about one movie and one movie only. Side of House Rules. The fifth adaptation of Louisa May Alcott's. Not the new one. No, not we the We did new not one. go to the we movies. We are not going to the movies for this one. No. But we're taking a look at the 1994 Little Women. So, so, these girls are so tidy. Tonight in the balcony. Watch your feet because you're going to step on a little woman and she'll be dead. You don't want that. All right. We got to back it up here. No, this... no, no. This is all staying in. All right. All right. Read your quote again. Read it again? Yes. Do you think... Do that, a clean break. Do you think because of the... The fact that that wasn't funny and it was long? Butter. Two boys in a balcony, in a balcony, a balcony. Two boys in a balcony, in a balcony. What a theme song. It's, it's you know. An original creation. We wrote it. It is good. Composed and by Bill McMorrow. It is legal and it is tender. It is good and it is legal. Just like all debts public and private. That's right. How you doing? Sean, did you, uh, have you recently uh, done anything that I should know about? No. What are you accusing <laughs> me of crimes? I don't know. I haven't seen your... you in a couple weeks. No. Yeah, no. It's been a while. And we had Thanksgiving. Right? We that had happened. We had Did thanks- that happen where you live? We had Thanksgiving. We had Canadian Thanksgiving. Oh, uh, shit, I missed that one. Yeah, well, you're not Canadian, so. I know Canadians, and I would have wished them a good day. Uh, a good day, a... A good day to you and yours. You Canadian, you Canuck fuck. Sir. Look, guys, this Or movie, ma'am, depending. We're talking today about a film. This is two boys in a balcony. I'm your show. I'm, why are we? We're out of control tonight. I have no focus. I am. Sleep I mean, deprived. we've literally just started, so there's no way to tell. I don't know. I'm spiraling. I'm spiraling already. <laughs> yeah, I think the the pressures from the response to the last episode. I mean, the people have spoken. They, uh, the they one have. person spoke. And one said, person spoke. That was the best episode, and that's a lot. It's it's hard to take it all in at once. Now and then, we fucking peaked. We walked on the moon. What are we going to do, do now? Shut it down? We should. I think we should. Go out on top? You go out on Cobain top. It. Yeah. What? No. That's too far. I got... Uh, no, 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 no. We're not going into your gun collection. All right. I'm just saying it's not too far from where we're sitting right now. No, so we I are. Just, I can actually reach it from right... As, of course, as always, we're in the metaphorical balcony, but in reality, we're down in Bill's uh, weapons cache. Yeah, it's a bunker. It's not a bunker because we haven't put a bulkhead on it yet. Yeah, no, it's open air. But once but... you, once we get pour the concrete, like it's it right now, it can withstand pretty much anything. It's it's a crawl space under a you know a modest house, and it's uh, an open air weapons market. Yeah, I mean, we sell handguns and yeah, I don't know, shurikens. Sell uh, loan. It's really a gray area. Depending you loan the guns out too. 
I bought her. I do. Oh, a oh in exchange for goods and services. Like when Abel come over and be like, oh, I got like, you know, 20 boxes of roofing shingles or something. Fair. <laughs> I'll be like, well, I can't really. I, well, I got this. I have a, a handgun. The serial number's been uh, filed yeah, off. I got a bunch of crime stuff. Sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, you need evidence? Nice, dude. You got it. That's the thing about crime. A lot of people think they worry like, oh, I'm going to leave my own. Ev-. Bring extra evidence. Extra evidence. If you bring, if you leave enough evidence at all the crimes, nothing's ever going to get solved. Every time I do a B&E and I break into something, I leave a rubber chicken. Never trace it back to me. It's like a calling card. It's like a calling card a little bit. It's like the Riddler? Yep. To the Joker? Who, uh... Man, they all fucking did some bullshit. The farmer. The farmer in the Dell. Oh. That's too. I am the cheese. It all comes back. Look, we watched a movie today. uh, Well, not today. We watched it previously. Yes. I don't want to. Previously. No, we just finished a screening. We did it down here in Bill's. It was good. 900-inch television. Yeah, it's big. Ultra 4K HD. Uh, Susan Sarandon stopped by for a Q&A after the episode. she, She kept yelling at us about Jill Stein. Um, she was loud. She was. Well, I love her though. I love. I said, "Wonderful Ms. lady." Sarandon, it's just the three of us right here. Can you know you what? Just, and God bless her liberal heart. She. Uh, can you just stop yelling, please, for the love of God? But apparently, it's tinnitus. Yeah, she got from a Kiss concert back in 1985. She, dude, she was a fucking member of the army. She was a colonel. I think she still is. Yeah, um, wait, wait, not a colonel. Hey, still a member of the army. I'm honorably sure discharged. Honorably. From is the she Kiss not? Army. She, I didn't even think you could do that. Well, I, I, is Kiss still performing? Dude, don't ever question whether or not that thing's still going on. <laughs> that thing? You, how many Kiss concerts have you been to, Bill? Uh, none. Really? I've never seen them. I've never seen what? them at concert. I was no. supposed to see them once what? when I was 12. <laughs> and I got too how dr- did you fuck I, that up? I got too drunk to go in. What? Yeah, at 12? It's it scandalous, dude. Bill. Hold the fucking phone. What? Look, hey, we watched Little Women. It's kind of boring. We'll get to it. <laughs> Bill, you got drunk at 12. Yeah. Uh, what are you doing? Did you just get an important update about your uh, Tamagotchi? Yeah, dude. I got to feed this thing or it's going to die. <laughs> I haven't fed this thing in 9,000 weeks. <laughs> Shit. I just put a new battery in it. He is old. <laughs> I get so forgetful. I I took the battery. The battery died in this thing in nineteen. You're a Tamagotchi generation. You probably had those. No, I was a little too uh, old for a Furby? Tamagotchi. Too old for a Furby. That's uh my, my brother patch had, doll. My brother had that stuff. I had a cabbage patch doll. Sure. Did you? But no. Back. Don't fucking try to throw me off because I'm I can't focus today because. Uh, I have no idea. I don't know why. Is it post-holiday? Is it postpartum depression? Yeah, I just had a baby, and I am sad about it. Uh, How was your Thanksgiving? Did you eat a lot of turkey? I mean, at this point, Bill, Thanksgiving was four weeks ago, recording time. Oh, yeah, right? Yeah, we're banking these Are things up for the holidays. Are you looking forward for Christmas? Uh, Christmas already passed also. Oh, man, where are we? It's actually 2021. No, we, haven't, we haven't done White Christmas. Little Women, 1994. This thing. Directed by Jillian Armstrong. Uh, yeah, she that's it. She's some kind of Australian director. She looks like all of her stuff is super boring. It looks well, like a lot of... I think that's offensive to say to the lady. Eh, it's a lot of like Australian mom bullshit that you would, if you were a mom in Australia, you'd love, I guess. 
I don't know. Well, she could have directed Titanic. I have no fucking idea. I like this. I like this. I kept thinking. It, I kept thinking it was Gillian a- Gillian Anderson, and I was getting excited. But it's not. It's, it's just not. someone else. It's Gillian Armstrong. Um, what is? What else has she done? Nothing. It's all all Australian, Australian Lifetime. Yeah, that's what it seems. But uh, I have a higher class, I would assume. This was her big break in America. This is the only big movie that she made in the United States. Uh, and uh, I found this interesting. Oh, Winona Ryder, sole credit above the title. When this movie kicks off, it goes Winona Ryder, then Little Women, then the rest of the cast. This was 94, right? 94. So, she was so she's off the of... biggest, but Susan Sarandon had already been nominated for three Academy Awards. She's not above the title. I don't know. Uh, I don't fucking know. Winona Ryder had. <clears throat> she had uh, 90 by 94. She's done it all. She's done everything that really that we know her for. She's this is kind of at the end of the Winona uh, Sance. That's what they called it, right? They called it the uh, Ryder Ryder anniversary. Yeah, they, yeah. And then the guy that named it that got fired. Yeah, he was <laughs> murdered Dude, immediately. What? Taken out in the street are we and beaten in front of this? his kids. Rideversary? Uh we got Winona Ryder, uh Gabriel Byrne, Trini Alvarado. She plays Meg Marsh. Kirsten Dunst. This is the same year as Interview with a Vampire, so she's having a fucking heck of a year. Uh Claire Danes. Claire Danes. This is her Big screen debut. Uh, this is the same year as my so-called life debuts. She's having a heck of a year. Homeland. Yeah, that came up much, 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 it's much, much, not, much. I think they filmed it at later. the same time. Nope. But no, 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 no. They banked it. They not, put it, it in the library. Homeland is uh, uh, particularly based upon the fact that 9-11 happened. And at the time of this filming, uh, 9-11 was just a, just a, a gleam and... Just the eyes of Muhammad bin Salman. No, that's Jesus. That's the Saudi fuck. I don't know. So you're saying that they're living. This movie happened in a world where 9/11 didn't exist. Didn't even exist. I don't even. This 19, is post 1990 post Civil War. This might be post the. Uh, they don't get very specific on what war. No, Daddy it's the Civil War. I mean, him. it's the Civil no, War. No, or injured him. No, they, it's specifically the Civil War. Because it's conquered, and I'm like, oh, it's probably the revolutionary. No, but I mean, you would have known uh, just because, I mean, it, it, the book says it. I don't know. The fucking Wikipedia said it's after the Civil War. I don't fucking know. Look, I'm not a scholar of Listen, boring American Listen, I know American you said history. that you're having a hard time focusing, but please so don't hard. attack me. I will attack you. Do not attack me. we got Christian Bale, Eric Stoltz, Susan Sarandon. It's based on the 1868 novel by Louisa May Alcott. You ever read Little Women? 1868? Yeah, that's after the Civil War, dog. Yeah, it is. Uh, you ever read? Uh, you ever read this motherfucker? Uh, you ever read this bitch? This fucker? I don't know. You ever get this fucking book open? Read this motherfucker. <laughs> <ever>, this fucking. <laughs> you pop. ever crack this fucking bad boy? Dude, fucking rip this thing open. Just fucking start reading this shit. You ever do that? Uh, three times. Fuck yeah, dude! You read? No, I think uh, it might have been required reading in high school or something. Yeah, and but you I was were like, getting fuck you were getting too drunk to go to Kiss concerts at the yeah. age of twelve. You're definitely not reading yeah, the required like, reading. Reading this. Yeah, and I'm like, well, wait a minute, how little are these women? Yeah, dude, and they were like, like fucking, inappropriate. Yeah, like Gulliver's Travels principle. And dude, I was talking like I was talking like no, size. Like, I wasn't small. talking like you know fucking gross shit. You're a pervert. I was talking like, are they? You look- go to the principal. Can I pick them up and put them in my pocket? 
That would be a little woman. You mess with the bull, you'll get the horns. Yeah, dude. You should never give your teacher the horns. Nope. Unless your teacher gives you the horns. You're very, you come off as very pro-teacher. Very pro-authority. Very, uh... I'm hot for education. You know that. You're a, you're a big, uh... I got it bad. I got it bad. I got it bad. I'm pro-education. <laughs> you're big into detention? Detention no, I'm just, facilities? I, you, the level of sexual arousal I get from Betsy DeVos is just unbelievable. Is it uh, sexual tension or is it... Uh, it's not tension. There's no tension. Is it because of the wealth? Yeah, that's pretty much She's it. She's very rich. Yeah. Do you oh, know yeah. that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. And her uh, her brother uh, founded Blackwater. Yeah. So that's fun. Yeah. What a family. It's uh, it's a fun time. Yeah, he's over there murdering, uh, you know, Iraqi civilians. And, and she's over here murdering uh, defunding public kids. schools. Awesome. What a great family. Allegedly, I said murdering. No, she's not physically murdering, but she is defunding the schools. and Murdering... Uh, Murdering hopes and dreams. That's right. And if you had the hope and dream that we're going to talk about this movie, you're in luck because we're what about to. What a weird hope and dream to have. A very weird hope and dream. Do you think anybody has said, hey, you know what two boys at a balcony need to talk about? It was Little House on the Prairie. Yep. Nope, nope, the other one. <laughs> yeah, no. My favorite thing is, remember that fucking Little House on the Prairie with the little women? No, no, no. Two different things. No. Uh, I don't one with think the so. Sisters. Yeah. That's Little Women. Michael Landon. That's Little House on the Prairie. Nellie. That, that is something else. That's Little House on the Prairie. Nellie. Nellie Olson. There was Nellie Olson. There was Jimmy Olson. Uh, Mr. and Mrs. Olson. The fuck are you talking about? I think it was Jimmy Olson. Jimmy Olson is Superman's Superman. best friend. Yeah. Nellie Olson, it was they were the shopkeepers in Little House, Little House on the Prairie. Fuck Little House on the Prairie. Hey, fuck you! I won't have you talk like that. You want to say fuck Highway, fuck. To, highway to Heaven? I'm <laughs> fine with that. I mean, never. Michael Landon's a saint, probably, right? I mean, I think he performed, in the Catholic Church. Yeah, he performed some miracles. Yeah, they definitely uh, beatified him. Is that what they say? Yeah, beautified him. Beautified. Sent him down to the salon. Dude, that was fucking luscious locks. That guy's, you, you know he spent some time. Dude, on. he had magnificent hair. He had a shampoo endorsement. The man had some hair. Michael Landon. How do you get one of those? Well, neither, neither you nor I are going to be the, the spokesman for any no, hair care product. I could probably get something uh, containing dioxin or one of those additives. We could oh. be, if we'd be hair like strengthening. The, we could be the face of like a, a, a commercial that's like, uh, have you lost your hair because of the shampoo you bought? <laughs> you mean we could be the scalp? Yeah, we could be not like the face. We could be the reenactors in like a James Peace Sokoloff law, lawyer commercial where he's trying to get somebody to. Has this happened to you? Oh, my hair fell out. What is going on? It's so cold out. It's, <laughs> ah, it's all the preservatives they put in the food. Hey, we got an eighteen million dollar budget. That was the sprayed hair that I was doing there. Oh, you do spray your hair. In. It's a pretty good sound effect for a podcast. Yeah, I don't spray my hair. You spray your hair. I would if my wife would let me. Yeah, she's not gonna like. What are you gonna spray your hair with? They got that uh, shoe polish stuff. What the? You know that hair polish they used to sell on TV? Yeah. What are you worried? Because your hair is too white. 
No, uh, it, it, uh, I, I don't want to talk about it. All right. You can get some finger paints, too. We could fucking fill in the gaps. I have finger paints. Well, let's fucking do it. Let's finger fucking... Let's do let's, it for charity. Let's finger fuck your head. Whoa. $18 million budget. Can you believe that? It's all on the for screen. This? Yeah. This thing in makes... 1860s dollars? No, or? no, no, Bill. In 1994, they spent $18 million to make the movie. Isn't that when Scream came out? No. What? Scream? No. That's a post-9-11 movie. No. Pre. Yes. 1994? No, that's 98, maybe. All right. I mean, 94 and 98 is kind of the same thing. Nope, not even close. That's a whole generation passes through high school. If you were a freshman in 94, you graduate in 98. That's not the same thing. You enter a boy, you leave a man. You enter a girl, you leave a man. <laughs> they were they were turning everybody into men. It's a goddamn nineteen. It's the fucking Bill Clinton. It was the Bill, army. It's Bill Clinton right there. That's that Bill Clinton right don't there. Don't ask, don't tell. Don't ask, don't tell. Uh, we make fifty million, a modest hit. Uh, comes out on Christmas Day, nineteen ninety four. This is the fifth adaptation. Comes out on Christmas Day, huh? Yep. They that's uh that's a day. That's is that up. when the new one's coming out? It is. Well, I'll get to that in one second. Okay. I apologize. There's two silent uh, movie versions of this. Can you imagine how fucking boring that would be? You watch this and they can't talk. Was that like 1920? 1917. And then they were like, fuck it, dude. We got to do it again. 1918. Man. They, they were, were already remaking shit back then. Yeah. They were probably just testing out the camera. All these people that are like, oh, all, everything's a remake or something else. Oh, but. They made Little Women in 1917, and then they made it again in 1918. Oh, man. You know what? I wish that uh, we could have just one not Little Women movie. 1933, 1949, and then the 1994 versions, the most uh, famous until, my friends, a couple weeks from uh, as we record this, uh, Greta Gerwig, uh, uh, writer, director of uh, Lady Bird. Ah, that was a good movie. She's got uh, her she's Little got, Women is coming she, out. She's got friend of the podcast, uh, Timothy Chalamet. Chalamet, twenty five years to the day comes out at Christmas Day, two thousand nineteen. We got the new Greta Gerwig. That's a weird coincidence. Uh, no, I think it's probably intentional. Oh, you think? <laughs> yeah, I would. I'm almost. I would almost guarantee that <laughs> they weren't just like, oh fuck, oh wow, hey, did you know that that's the twenty fifth anniversary of the oh, last time they made this out. movie? Oh, geez. Wow. Wow. Hey, it's actually bitch. the 100th anniversary of the Titanic sinking. Uh, this new one uh, looks pretty good. I don't. I just don't know if I have any more room in my heart for Little Women. Do they update it, or is it still in? Still in boring times. Uh, Timothy Chalamet plays the Christian Bale part. Um, Winona Ryder is uh, uh, Saoirse Ronan from Lady Bird herself. Um... Hermione Granger is the oldest sister. Uh, Florence Pugh from Midsummer. I oh, love Florence Pugh. She's the younger, uh, youngest sister. I watched another movie she was in uh, on Netflix. A horror flick. Midsummer. I wish. I wish. Florence I had... Pugh's. Ha- she's having a moment. She's having a good year this year. Little Women. This. She's 20, yeah, we, 23 years old, Florence Pugh. We watched it during our... Uh, uh, I hope that uh, I hope that she gets... Uh, 
she carries Midsummer, and it's a great movie. So I hope that she gets a little uh, recognition for that. The Falling. The Falling? No. no oh, the and falling. then uh, she's also she also did the uh, uh, Fighting with My Family, the the rock Oh, produced, the wrestling one? The right? wrestling movie that came out this Malevolent year. Malevolent is the one that I watched. Malevolent? Yeah. Uh, I'll have to check that and out. I was watching, I'm like, this, this girl reminds me of... Uh, the girl from Midsummer. Well, it was like, she kind of reminds me of Fiona from Shameless. And I was like, she also kind of reminds me of that girl from Midsummer. It was oh, like son two of a days bitch. after we watched it. And you fucking nailed it. And I was like, oh, it is her. Bill, you're such a good detective, I Dude, said. It's, it's, it's uncanny that you have a film podcast because you're so good at film. You're fucking good at this, Bill. Like I listen. I'm, look, I look. A lot of the time, I come in here and I blow smoke up your ass, and I tell you you're doing a good job, even though you suck shit. You're doing a great job today. I mean He's this from the bottom smoke of my heart. No, 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 no. Not this time. Not this time. This episode is award winning so far. <laughs> this we're doing. How great many work. awards have we picked up? Oh, uh, just in this unreleased episode. Watch out! It's winter. There's trees. There's wreaths. There's snow. It's Concord, Massachusetts. Brr, right? Uh, we find from our narrator, Winona Ryder, it's the coldest winter. A mere 27 miles from where we sit right now. That's right. Birthplace of the American Revolution. And also uh, Ted DiBiase of wrestling fame. Is he from, he's from Concord? He might not be. I gotta look into that. Why, how, what, how does your fucking brain work? That that's get, the that's the riff that you come up with. I gotta get people to look into that. What are you talking about? What? I mean, all right. I'm sorry. I I'm trying to make the connection between how you thought Ted DiBiase grew up in Concord, the million dollar man himself. Yeah, the guy's million, got a million that's dollars. That's him, the million dollar man. There's a lot of million dollar. Concord's men in Concord. a rich town. It is. Um, I I anyways, I got a couple people looking into whether or not it's the same. Ted DiBiase. I would call him off. I don't think anybody needs to know. <laughs> Let the man live in privacy, you know? Uh, it's Concord Mass. It's coldest winter. It's uh, The Civil War is over. Uh, Susan Sarandon is Marmy, which is... Marmy. One of, the, one of the worst names for a mother I've ever heard. Call her mom, mother, mommy, ma. Ma- mams. Ma'am. Marmy. No, thank you. Anyway, Marmalade? She, she comes home. She's been handing out food to uh, uh, these poor Germans that live in the woods. That's pretty nice. Yeah, very nice. You know? Hey, do yourself a favor. It's the winter. Everybody, you know, hey, check in on the elderly. Check on your old neighbors and all that stuff. Also, check on the weird Germans that live in the woods. Hey, do unto others. You know what I mean? You know? Do That's our that's our PSA for today. Just do the old others. people. Let other people look at the old people. You look for crazy, weird Germans in the woods. Hey, we don't know they're uh, crazy. I don't think is the the correct. Uh, we don't know their situation. We don't know their situation. You know? You're true. They could be living the. Uh, they could t- be running from the law. Yeah, but just give them food and shit. They could be running from somebody other than the law. Uh, she's got a letter from their dad, who's a soldier, and he's gone. It's Christmas Eve. They That's sing around sad, a piano. Right? I guess so. Dad. Yeah. Hey, Dad. I mean, he's serving his country. You know, they should be proud. Serving his country. He's trying to hold this union together. You know, a brother versus brother. The South decides they're going to uh, secede from the union because of uh, 
uh, stuff. States rights. Yeah, right? I guess that's really, that that's you, the racist way to say that's, it. But, well, that's uh, what you are. I you run. No, I say uh, they were fighting for uh, the emancipation of uh, of, uh, of the slaves. Proclamations. But, the emancipation of proclamations. That's right. They want to. They want to be free to say them. Proclamations. Got to be free to say stuff, dude. They wake up Christmas. It's all about the first and third amendments, probably. Probably. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. The third. The fuck's the third yeah, amendment? It's, it's that one about uh, when you got things quartering soldiers. Say. Yeah, it's just being able to just get in there and search and seizure. Do your thing. You don't. You know. You just got to be able to. <laughs> when you want to kick it up a notch. <laughs> I'm sorry. Do you think the Third Amendment is your right to party? Is that what you think is going on? That's not even a right. That's actually a privilege. No, that's why we were fighting for it. You got to fight. Yeah, that's it's a privilege. If, you, if you've been fighting for your right to party, you've been doing it wrong. Yeah. They can take that away from you. That's what you actually, know what is a right? A driver's license. That's not a right. That's a privilege, you idiot. You have the definitions of these words mixed up in your head. That a driver's license is a fucking right. It is not a right. It is a privilege. Dude, you pay excise tax. That no. Is right. Jesus Christ. Just let's get through the fucking Listen, plot of this movie. Don't mix me up with your crazy politics. You know what? Everybody, sign up for a fucking night school English class and read Little Women on your own. It's the fucking same thing. Uh, they wake up Christmas morning. There's a big old feast uh, because... The house, these people, these girls are poor, but they have a housekeeper. I don't. Yeah, that's crazy, right? She says something. Well, they weren't poor, but they're going poor. Yeah, they're going the poor. Father. And they're going poor because they take this big breakfast feast and they give it all these fucking crazy ass Germans that live in the woods. They just don't really. The once again, I just got to say how nice that was. It was very nice of them to do that. Uh, to, I mean, to, it's going to be strange if it turns out that that's Hitler's parents. Yeah, it's also going to be strange if uh, these uh, crazy Germans and their uh, lack of hygiene uh, kill one of the daughters later on in the film. That would be a real twist. I'm not saying that's what happened. But that is literally. Oh my god! I think that's what happened. What happened? <laughs> uh, we meet rich. That's ass pretty rough, huh? Christian Bale. He lives across the way. He's rich as shit. Um, he's handsome. Uh, he's a handsome fella. He's a handsome fella. He's got weird teeth. This is uh, how close to Newsies is this? Newsies is like ninety two, so, so a couple years, two right? years, yeah. Um, he uh, this is pre American Psycho. Obviously, that's when he kind of reemerged as like a fucking um, what man, was his first baby. What was his first thing? Yeah. Uh, He's been acting since he was a little kid. Just a little, little tyke. Um, what was his first thing? Of course you would ask these questions that I don't have the answers to. I mean, you can just make it up. No one's going to listen. Oh, uh, Birth of a Nation. Um, so. Uh, that can't be right. No, it is. He was in the racist film Birth of a Nation from 1970. Oh, and he wrote it. Turns he, out he wrote it. He did. Turns and out directed uh, he seems like a difficult man, but uh, <laughs> uh, we're going. We're going back to. Oh, you want his uh, very first credit? His he very played, first credit. He played Alexi in uh, two episodes of the TV miniseries Anastasia: The Mystery of Anna. What's the first thing that anybody's heard of? Uh, he was Jim in Empire of the Sun, the uh, Spielberg film. That is, is that Vietnam? 
Um, a young English boy struggles to survive under Japanese occupation during World War II. So, no. I think I saw that. I gotta uh, put it on the list. Newsies Who directed that? Spielberg. Steven? Steven. Yep, the one and only. <laughs> Douglas. You are a fucking His jackass. Cousin. You are the... T- his cousin Douglas every time we do an episode I, I have to keep my instincts to kill you in check but hey, i feel like today you know i'm going to fail you know what if what? you kill me you'll go to jail yeah right my uncle is a cop oh sure everybody's fucking uncle is a cop you idiot well then your uncle's going to find out too yeah and well he's he's going to be disappointed he's retired and i'm nothing, sorry to hear nothing that. he can do yeah that's the thing about cops is they don't tell that. you that once you give the badge up, you're no longer a fucking cop. You can't arrest me. I won't kill you, I promise you. <laughs> I mean, you can go to Doughboy and buy your own cuffs. That's true. So it's it's not that big of a loss. Um, these girls live in a, in a world uh, devoid of entertainment or fun because they dress like uh, guys and they act out uh, Winona Ryder's plays up in their attic. There's so much fabric in the clothes. It, very elaborate costumes for an attic production that no one will ever see or... But just in, in their everyday clothes. Yeah, 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 yeah. It seemed... Uh, well, it was a harsher time. We didn't have heating or things like that, so you had to um, dress like a dipshit so you could survive. Imagine that. No, I don't want to. This genuinely... This genuinely... Uh, this period of history in film, anytime a movie takes place like between... I want to say like 1865 and 1900 is the most boring time to fucking be alive. I hate it. It's like pre like the industrial revolution and electricity and shit like that. And it's post like the civil war and like the formation of the country. That's interesting. After this, you got world war one world war. That's all fucking fascinating. But this period between the Civil War and, like, the turn of the century sucks ass. It's a gold rush, right? I fucking hate it. Yeah. Everybody's moving out west. I hate all that shit. I hate, hate, hate it. What was that? It. 1849, right? I fucking hate all so this. So the 49ers were about? Yeah, I think Those so. Pre-Civil War, right? I hate it. I hate fucking Reconstruction in America. It just It's so boring. And these girls, unfortunately, this is when they lived. And it sucks. Can't blame them. Can blame Susan Sarandon. Yeah. You know what? Too many kids also. Four kids. Too many kids. I mean, they did have a big house. Um, th- so this is uh, this movie is just a lot of like vignette things and stuff like that. They're getting ready for Meg. The oldest sister is going to um, some asshole's coming out ball or some Gatillion? shit. Cotillion? Was it a cotillion? I don't know. She's going to a, a party or something, and uh, somehow Joe burns off a, an entire lock of her hair. Winona yeah, Ryder is curling her hair with like a primitive curling iron or something, and just completely just burns. Like, I smell burning. Yeah, just cuts her hair right off of her head. Whoop! Whoopsie! Um, because I don't know if you know. I don't know if you picked up on this, Bill. Winona Ryder's character, Joe, she ain't like other girls. She's a little different. She does things a little bit off the beaten path. You know what I mean? She's she's a poet. Yeah, she's got her own compass that she's following. 
She's not like these other little women. She's not little women knee. She's no little woman. No, no, no. Uh, so she ends up going to the party too, even though she doesn't like parties. And then and even though parties weren't invented back then, no, nobody was having. And look, this when nobody was having barely fun. a party. It seemed very formal. You danced with people, and then you circled around the room. Uh, Winona Ryder doesn't like it. She hides. Uh, Christian Bale's hiding. They become fast friends because they decide to dance around. Yeah, that was weird. Some stranger's house. Like, whose house was it? Fuck, uh, I don't even know. It wasn't Christian Bale's house, right? No, 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 no. But they were still just dancing around somebody else's dining room. Uh, Mag dances with everybody. Shot for that? You could. Yeah, no, they definitely could. Uh, uh, Meg sprains her ankle and then uh, Lori takes them home Um, and you don't know does he have a crush on Joe does he have a crush on Meg who knows he's like whoever talks to me yeah I I, I live with my grandfather and I I I see nobody I just I'm getting my 18th whose window faces me I need an 18th century boner and I'm having it uh, they're all playing in the snow. Lori is pulling them all in sleds, and uh, Susan Sarandon. Uh, somebody goes like, "Your well, your girls are rambunctious," and she don't. It's Eric Stoltz. Yes, Eric Stoltz. Uh, I've never seen little women behave this way, and she's I was like, hoping they would calm, be a calming effect. Yeah, and she's like, "Not my girls, man. My girls fucking do whatever they want. They're crazy assholes." That she just lets them do whatever. And you know what? God bless them. Do whatever you want. Do whatever. Tear Live it up. your life. Be crazy. Burn this place down. Um, They go to... Amy goes to school. Amy is played by Kirsten Dunst and Samantha Mathis. Uh, she's Kirsten Dunst when she's younger. Uh, she's at school. She gets her, head, her hand whacked because she brought limes. I did not understand any of what was being happening here. What yeah, she did the wrong. Yeah, lime things. No clue. Why would... She just had a bunch of limes in her desk, and the guy was just like, you brought fucking limes yeah, to appa- school? Appar- apparently, it was a... Uh... No, I couldn't explain it. It was prohibited, but she didn't tell... Who was... I She's like, I knew I can't... that chick's name. Who was... I can't bring... I'm sorry, that little woman's name. Which one? The one who gave her the quarter. Oh, Meg. She's the oldest one? She gave it to her because she... She didn't want her to feel left out for yeah. not bringing a bunch of limes to school. Yeah. I don't I don't understand why they would do that. Well, anyway, this teacher... These people knew the Great Depression was going to happen. This teacher fucking whacks the shit out of her hand. Um, and then Which he told I've her... I've been there. I've told you about that. This, was a, this was a good quote, and this kind of sums up, uh, I think, the thesis of this film and this story. Uh, the teacher told her it was as useful to educate a woman as it was to educate a female cat. And uh, that was Mr. Davis, the teacher, said that to Amy. And uh, he sounds like a real uh, cool guy. Is that supposed to be more of a shot at women or at female cats? Yeah. I mean, it, look, it is hard to train a, a cat. But if you can. It's hard to train a cat of either gender, though. Right. Yeah. You don't have to specify. Yeah. That's um, a little crazy, I think. And, and it is true. I think it is useless to educate a cat. But you can't say that it's useless to educate a, a human being. I don't think so. No, it's certainly more useful than... I think uh, I'd go so far as to call that a foolish statement. That is a very foolish statement. Well, anyway, it's so foolish, Susan Sarandon pulls... But Amy. if you could teach a cat a trick, that's pretty cool. That would be pretty good. love to see Dude, that. We could t- teach your, your fucking one of your cats to do backflips and stuff like that. Could. 
get him to ride. Buster a is very intelligent. Ride a little very bicycle. Very intelligent and lovely boy. Yeah, he seems it. Who's my best friend? Yeah, and I love him so he much. Jewels too much. He does what? He jewels too much. He's on, fucking on those. That's sucking on that vape pen all too much. Yeah, but it keeps him off tobacco. That's true. That's true. Right? I mean, what's he supposed to do? A- He's a product of his generation, Sean. Dude, it's the times, man. You know? It's all no this one's fucking immune. big money. It's all this no big one advertising. No one's immune. Fucking pushing jewels. Pushing flavored jewels they on shouldn't these have, cats. They shouldn't have made that catnip flavored jewel. And then the mailman, he can just fucking buy it online. What? The mailman brings it right to the house. Oh, shit. Your cat's ordering online? Yeah, the one dub fucking Alexa. He's, go- he's going right around the Massachusetts vape ban? Alexa. Meow, 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 meow. Yeah. Eric Stoltz. <laughs> this is the worst episode it's of this show. It's not good. Eric Stoltz. But I, I think it's based more on the movie than our lack of natural talent. I don't, I even, I enjoyed this movie. I don't know. Yeah, I just, the movie wasn't bad. It's just fucking boring. The time frame is. Eric Stoltz is the teacher. He falls in love with Meg. Uh, Lori loves Joe. They do plays in the attic to entertain themselves. Yeah, that's what they call it. Plays um, in the attic to entertain themselves. Uh, Kirsten Dunst wants to be a fancy lady, but they're like, no, you got to be a boy because that's all Winona Ryder writes. Uh, they invite Lori to join their fucking nerd theater society. Uh, felt a lot like uh, when they invited the girls to join the Dead Poet Society. Yeah. Winona Ryder's like, I want to bring Laurie into the club. And they're like, no, ooh, no. And then he turns out he was hiding in there the whole time. And as a peace offering, he gave them a mailbox. You know, the way you do. A box for mail. Yep. Just, hey, fucking I had this mailbox. Thought you girls would like your mail in a box instead of instead of soggy in the rain <laughs> instead of the mailman just coming by and throwing <laughs> it on the front lawn <laughs> throwing it in the mud <laughs> we give him a little place to put it uh they go to the theater it's boring that's really a, a good uh classic post office bit that you just did it was a pretty good dude fucking 1860s fucking but honestly post hey much respect to the people that bring on mail it's probably the goddamn pony express you know out there every day, no matter the no matter the weather. Sleet of snow. Rain. Um oh this was this was this is where the movie started for me. It's about forty minutes in. I mean it's it the movie did start forty minutes ago. Yeah, but this is where I was like, Oh, okay, this might actually be interesting. Um they go on a double date to the theater and uh it's Mr. Brooks and Meg. Uh, who do all they want to do is fuck, but Joe keeps interceding because love is gross. Uh, but earlier, Amy said she wanted to go to the theater when they said you're too little. Uh, that's Ker- Kirsten Dunst again. Uh, Claire Danes is also in this movie. She's just a weird uh, girl that's uh, just weird. She's just the weird sister that's just kind of around sometimes. She didn't really do anything other than die. But uh, Kirsten Dunst. Uh, she does a great job dying, though. She does a great Wonderful. job. One of the one of the uh, uh, genuinely moving. She has a moment when she contracts the disease when they hand her the baby. Yep. And she does that little lip quiver thing. I genuinely love Claire Danes. Uh, she'll show up again next week. Um. So, uh, little Amy wanted to go to the theater. They said no, and so as revenge. She took the book that Winona Ryder was writing and just threw it in the fucking yeah, fireplace. That was crazy. Whoa. 
And then Winona Ryder, very rightfully, uh, just starts fucking wailing on her. Yeah. Like, and her family's like, leave her alone. She didn't do anything. It's like, no, she just, I've been writing this fucking book. And she just threw it all. I don't have a, we don't have a fucking photo machine. Yeah. There's no copy machine it's around here. It's not in the cloud. Yeah, I, did, I, did, I did, forgot. It's, shit, I fucking forgot to turn autosave on. This is my hand, bad. Handwritten. This is, this is on, on me. me. I shouldn't have. I'm stupid. I, I wrote it on paper, which is flammable. I shouldn't have done that. I should have carved this into stone. And I left tablets. it in a house that has a fireplace. Like fucking Moses from Mount Sinai. I should have. What was I thinking? Chiseled this thing. Oh, boy. Um, but seriously, though, back it up into the cloud if you got an opportunity. Yeah, do Or make a second copy. But anyway, Kirsten Dunst's character is a fucking psychopath. Yeah. I mean, she's a child, you can, and you don't have any clinical training. You can't make that call. Yeah, but you know not to throw things into the fire. Well, sometimes you get excited. Ugh. Maybe she read it, and she was like, this is not good. Maybe she was like, boy, oh this boy. is too good. I'm, yeah, we, this, is just, <laughs> this, is, this is really going to... This gonna, will change the family dynamic. Yeah, if you publish this, then women are going to start thinking, and that can't happen. Uh, Lori and Joe go ice skating in uh, Kirsten Dunst. It? it was still uh, like 40 years from women getting the vote. Sure. Was that? Yeah, yeah. Women's right? suffrage was in uh, 1920, 1908. I don't know. Something. It's the 100th anniversary coming up. Oh, not even an election. It is an election year. Well, sure. Boy, I wish people would make more of a thing about that. No, he already has. Oh. He's going to take away the uh, 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 anniversary, the 100th anniversary of he women's suffrage. I'm going to take away the vote for women. Hmm. Is that what he said? Uh, Look, no one's listening to this. Point. No one is listening to it. But this is my one escape from that world. Oh, sorry. I didn't want to bring politics into this. Yeah. You know, I hey, prefer anyway. to keep it to... Just our love of film. Our yeah. love of uh, movies and theatrics and Little Women. <laughs> I do not love Little Women. I want to go on record. I love theatrics. I love film. I, I typed that into my search engine by accident. I do not love Little Women. That is Bill. Those are the words of Bill McMorrow. Um, and Louisa May Alcott. That's true. Uh, hey, Amy falls in the ice and almost dies. It's a real... Uh, it's a wonderful life moment. It is. It is. Um, Don't sock me in my bad air. Uh, they get her out, and then they bring her home, and nothing happens. She doesn't get sick. Nothing. Yeah. It's just Seems done. a little unfair. It's just, uh, you stupid kid. Don't skate on the and thin ice. And all of a sudden, she's not mad about the book anymore? Yeah. Dude, I'd be fucking pissed forever. Like, fuck you. Uh, in the spring, they're getting ready for Meg to go to Sally Moffat's coming out party. Her coming out. Or it's going to be a good time. Uh, Winona Ryder says, myself, I'd sooner have been hang, hung by the neck than attend a fancy ball, because she is not like other girls. She isn't. Uh, Auntie Marsh, uh, I liked this lady a lot. The, uh, aunt that comes to visit, the rich aunt. Yeah, isn't that, uh, the lady from... She's in Sister Act, and, uh, she plays nuns a lot. Did you... Recognize her from something yeah. else. Just keep going. Okay. Uh, Meg goes. Uh, it's Auntie March, right? Yep. She goes to the thing and she meets these like high society fucking one percent cunts, and they tart her all up. And then Lori sees her at the ball and he makes fun of her for looking 
sexy, I guess, or showing her tits off. Oh, she's in White Christmas. Oh, is she? That's what I know. Whoa. Uh, They tie Meg up, and then Laurie makes fun of her, and then he apologizes, and I didn't get this scene at all. Uh, He's going to Harvard. Joe wants to go, but, man, society says no. Society says no. You can't go. You can't. 12 miles. Uh, Lori tells Joe about Megan, Mr. Brooks, and that he has her glove. Uh, and she gets all pissed that this fucking pervert has her glove. Who's showing it to the boys. That I mean, Meg gave her the glove. Like, what a fucking, what a little cock tease Meg is. Well. Here you go, fella. You want my a... glove? And he's just at home smelling it. Oh, her hand all rubbing night long. It. Oh, he's a little rub and tugging with that glove? Probably. I don't think so. I think he would think he would go to hell. Uh, and they get a letter uh, that uh, Dad March is wounded. and uh, Wounded, though, not killed. Not killed. He's just in the hospital. And I think we all took that as a relief. Phew. This character that we have just only heard of wounded. through a letter is only wounded, nothing more. So Susan Sarandon is going to go and uh, stay with him. But they have to get money for the train. So they send Joe Choo-choo. to ask the rich aunt for money. And she says, no, 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 I couldn't do it. And they go, well, how did you get the money? And then she takes off her hat and she sold her hair. Yeah, that seems weird. Where'd Very you strange. Sell your hair? How expensive is a train ticket? How much money do you get for hair? I, I need to know the, the, the particulars of this uh, financial transaction before Did I can... Did you trade the hair for the train ticket? Yeah. Uh, how how many different... <laughs> I traded the hair for a basket of mangoes. I took the mangoes <laughs> to the hardware store and I was able to get a bucket of nails. The bucket of nails I used to construct an art piece. That art piece I sold to the gallerist who gave me in exchange a portrait of his wife. I took that portrait of his wife over to the trainsman who is in love with the man's wife, and I traded the portrait of the gallerist's wife to the pervert ticket salesman in exchange for one ticket for my mom to go stay with my uh, uh, dying shot with a fucking cannon or something. I don't know. How do you get shot in the Civil War and live? Ah, oh, man. You got to watch Ken Burns. Nah, dude. A lot of people got killed in the Civil War, I, Sean. I think it's, it's not very what I heard. disrespectful. Sounds like fucking propaganda. Very disrespectful. It sounds like propaganda. Okay? I don't. You, you can't believe everything you read on television. Just because Ken Burns says it doesn't mean Listen, it's true. Listen, I've been to Gettysburg, fella. Yeah. So I take this pretty Just because fucking Shelby Foote. It's fucking barking something in Pretty his, seriously, his foghorn, leghorn accent. Rawr, rawr. What I say, I say the, the 4th Regiment came down, and this was one of the better regiments that we ever did see down in the Civil War. I'm a Dr. Shelby Foote. See, I've, I've, watched the, I've watched episode one of Ken Burns' The Civil War Dude, probably 17 so times. I have never seen episode two. You got to watch episode five. That's the Gettysburg episode. I have never made it to episode two. Just started on episode five. I can't do it. I can't. My obsessive compulsive disorder will not allow it. Ooh. I will watch episode one for an 18th time do and it. Then still not this get to episode two. As long as you're watching Ken Burns, you're doing it right. John Brown. Approached the ferry and said, Give me liberty or give me some other bullshit. Dude, Peter Coyote's voice is the best. And then just the fucking pictures are moving. Best sleep additive. 
Yeah, it's great. <laughs> Ken Burns' uh, Vietnam documentary, fantastic. I loved that. They were all great. Mm. The I West. I, I think I just made a pretty strong case that the Civil War is not great. So Yeah, but you were wrong. You yeah. watched okay. one episode. Right. Yeah, get out. We have one fucking episode built where I can say my true feelings about Ken Burns and not have you fucking contradict me in front of the millions of people that are listening. You know he's my stepfather. I wish he had hit you like a fucking stepfather. Yeah, I I meant it too. He's a good guy. He wouldn't do that. No, he wouldn't. He would fucking... And I would fucking waste him. I mean, literally, just fucking <laughs> fucking slap that bowl cut right <laughs> off your fucking head. Uh, uh, so anyway, she leaves. Uh, the mar- the March girls are trying to run the household. They're running out of food. Um, but fucking weird ass Beth is insistent that they still give money to these fucking gross Germans that live in the woods. Well, now you're getting kind of ugly about it. And then so she brings uh, a basket of bread or I don't know something down to them. Gross Germans. And then they're just like fucking barking at her in German, like, and then they hand, I know the look, I know that that was, yeah, that was fluent Italian. That is. <laughs> but I only know the one language. And they're like, and then they hand her the baby, and then she just like, Ugh, I'm yeah, only... she was not happy about it. No, no, it was weird. And then uh, she got the plague. <laughs> she got fucking. She got a death sentence. Thanks uh, a lot, man. So she gets scarlet fever immediately. So they have to send Amy to live with the shitty aunt in in uh, the city because the girl, other girls had it, so they're immune. So Meg and uh, Joe stay to take care of Beth. Amy goes to live in the city with Aunt March. Uh. Uh, Lori uh, takes her when he's he's home from school. He's gonna take her. He drives her to the thing in her his fucking carriage and th- promises to watch over her so that uh, yeah, it's real weird, dude. And then and then she's going, oh, I don't want to die before I get kissed. And then he's like, I fucking promise I'll kiss you before you die. Like he's really grooming her. Yikes! But I don't even think he knows what he's doing. Yeah, he knows. He's not looking at her like, mm, yeah. Isn't he? When you're not 11, I'm a fuck. Isn't he? Uh, maybe he is. And I I, don't, I just, I didn't like it. Uh, Lori, you're not supposed to, I don't think. No. Lori's grandfather brings a doctor over to examine Beth. And uh, he goes, uh, yeah, she she's going to die. She dead. She dead. She ain't, she ain't going to make it. Give up. Give up now. Um, uh, Lori paid for the mom to come home because he's just rich and a nice guy. Look, Christian Bale in this movie, he, you know, he's just a fucking weird rich kid. He doesn't know how to behave. Uh, he brings the mom home. Um, uh, and then boom, Beth gets better. She just gets just like that. She's like, eh, I got to hey. rub her feet with uh, latex based fluids yeah it turns out it was just a cold we thought it was scarlet fever it was a cold just kidding it was scarlet fever uh amy comes home for christmas that was horrendous <laughs> that was not good they decorate the whole house for beth uh to get a new used piano from mr lawrence um 
and then a new used piano. Yeah, like it's new to them, but yeah, it's a nice piano. It belonged to his dead daughter, and uh, he goes, "I should have given it to you long ago, girl that lives across the street that I don't really know that I've always given guff to." Yeah, get off my lawn. It's like Ebenezer Scrooge. Off my lawn, please. Turned pretty early in the movie. Yeah, this this uh. I thought this guy was supposed to be an asshole. It turns out he's like a nice old yeah, man. It turns out he's a, but he's I don't a even lover know, of music. I don't even know why I thought he was supposed to be an asshole. I just well, think, he, he I think said I just one assume... thing at the beginning. He said, uh, well, they used to be one of the finer families. Or oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, which is a real like, hey, dad's off at war, you bag of shit. Yeah. I, 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 I'm very rich and I exempted for having no watches at my feet. Uh, I paid a doctor to say, uh, give me a four. Uh, I could not do this. Uh, Lori uh, just brings two dudes to Christmas. Um, Eric Stoltz proposes to Meg, and then Dad comes home. Yay! Uh, and then uh, Joe sees uh, Eric Stoltz and Meg fucking smooching, fucking hard. They're going at it, sucking face, man. And then we go to black. And then we get just like the like an Avengers Endgame, four years later. Boom. Time jump. You know how time flies. We're at a wedding. Eric Stoltz and Meg, four year uh, engagement. Seems like what are you fucking dragging your feet on this? They're at a wedding. Well, you know, I'm just seeing make keep my options open and bride and groom are in a wooden cage or something, and then everybody is circling them, dancing and singing a song. Um, uh, Beth, uh, looks, it, it's like, uh, it's like, uh, fucking look like the wicker man. Midsummer. Yes. Yep. Uh, Beth looks like shit. She looks like a fucking zombie. Amy is now an artist, so she, she paints and stuff. And then Joe is still a fucking hippie. Uh, Lori, uh, smooches Joe and she doesn't like that. Uh, and then he professes his love. He says, I've loved you since the first time I saw you, Joe March. And then he proposes marriage to her, and she says, e no. No, dude. He says, I'll take you to London. She's like, uh, no, I don't even want you to ask me to marry you. I don't even want to say no, so don't even fucking bother. And he is devastated. He's done. It's a young boy with a broken heart. We've yeah, all been there, I think. Tough, dude. No, not me. I, I really knocked it out of the park the first time. We've all we've all been there um, in one way or another. Please stop touching my hand. Oh, no. Uh, we've uh, all been through it, is what I'm saying. No, for sure. For sure Stop for sure, weeping. Sure. It's all right. Uh, Auntie March, old lady's going to France, and she asked Amy to go. She asked Amy instead of Joe. Instead who, of Joe, who was her confidant? Yeah, and Joe just fucking starts to spiral. Um, she goes to New York City to tutor two girls. Uh, leaves Beth with uh, Susan Sarandon and presumably their dad. I don't fucking know. Nobody cares. Uh, and then she meets uh, German Gabriel Byrne, and they talk about books, and uh, there is a full, full 20-year age difference between yeah. Gabriel Byrne it's very creepy. and Winona Ryder. I was not comfortable with any of this. At all. Um, he, But he teaches how to drink wine and, like, think and philosophize and uh donald Tire Log- shoes and- donald Logue is in this scene I, I love donald Logue. he's uh he's talking about uh i don't know what the fuck he's talking about um 
Uh, and he keeps trying to push women's her. women's right to vote. Probably well, suffrage. Probably some. Oh yeah, and how it's and uh, she th- says how we shouldn't get the right to vote because uh, we're good women. Which do you have it because we're I don't fucking know citizens. I'm just like, look, you have the right to vote now, so this doesn't. Yeah. I don't care, oh, man. You would have not. You're not. My whole life, Louisa May Alcott would kick you in the dick, dude. She would fucking hate me. That's one. That's confirmed, a hundred and ten percent. There's no doubt about it. Louisa May Alcott would go. You are a fucking boorish moron. You're yeah. willfully ignorant, and you would just sound stupid all the time. Why do you swear so much? Ellen says you don't have to swear to be funny. That <laughs> would be like Louisa May. You are right. You are also fucking very gross looking because you are a zombie. You died a long, long time ago. No, it's not nice to say tell someone they're gross looking. Well, she probably would look gross. If, if Louie May Alcott walked in here right now, I'd go, Ugh, you're a ghost. Get the fuck out of here. Don't talk to me, you fucking dead ghost writer. You could be polite about it. No, I cannot. Not to a ghost. All right. You give a ghost an inch, they'll take a mile. You can't do it. You got to be fucking rude out of the gate, Bill. All right. That's why I've your fucking never... house is so fucking haunted. I've never had a problem with them. <laughs> You keep talking about all these things you see here, but I I haven't had a problem. Yeah, do I occasionally get chills that I can't explain? Sure. Do I wake up in the middle of the night in a cold sweat? Yeah, that happens from time I have to time. a little little Do I levitate? Yeah, it's happened. I have a spooky voice. Every time we record, a spooky voice is just constantly whispering the N word in my ear. Okay? Well, I think that's just you're in a demon, because that is that does make a lot more sense. Yeah, you got yeah. problems. All right. Okay. I'm gonna have to. I'll look. Check. Hey, check you know what? Out. We got something to talk about in therapy this week. Check yourself out before you wreck yourself out. What are you drinking there? Another one of them harpoonies. Yep. Harpoon bringing it, bringing it to, to harpoon rec league. Bring him a funny juice. Drinking in Technicolor. Um. Uh, so, uh, boom, bam, boom, bam, bam, bam. We're going to y- 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 Europe. It was. Did you know Europe was around back then? I didn't. I did not. All of a sudden, there's other places. Wow. They go to Europe. Hey, Lori is drinking and just fucking. He's a body cool. boy. He has, Carousing around. He's got three or four girls on his arm. He has different mustache styles. He's got, a, mo- he's got a goatee. He's a fucking he's a bad, bad boy. boy. Uh, he meets and he runs into Amy, who's painting some boring shit. Um, they go on a rainy picnic. Um, but Lori just, dude, all he wants to do is just be a fucking March. That's all. He just wants to marry into this fucking family. Um, seems weird. He's got a flask and Amy's like, you're a fucking slob ass bitch. I'm not fucking gonna marry you you fucking jerk it's like i don't care who i marry just anybody in the family and uh he goes uh he goes to kiss her and then she's like i do not wish to be courted by someone still in love with my sister fair yeah dude 100 percent. and look amy has had her problems but she seems like level-headed in this scene <clears throat> but he wants to be part of this fucking family and he doesn't care who uh, so he, he writes her a letter saying he's going to go to London to stop being a putz and, uh, to not do anything until he he's gets going to start the Beatles. He's going to, he's going to get his head straight and he does not want her to accept any marriage proposals. Cause once he gets his shit together, he's going to propose to her. 
Yeah. Which is weird. I mean, you know, if you get one, you should... Not do it because you should think about it. Just think of like how mad your sister's gonna be if we're fucking porking, you know? Like if somebody does propose, you should at least think about it. You know how mad she was when you burned her manuscript? Think how mad she's gonna be when you burn me with what? Their vows? Yeah. Uh Gabriel Byrne uh did not like Winona Ryder's novel at all. And he hit her. No, he did what? We did not. And uh, I watched the director's cut. It would have been more exciting if he did. No, that's awful. <laughs> Jesus. You, you should you not said hit it. Why oh. you fucking... Duh. I'm so sick of talking about little women. Yeah, it's not... It's not fun. It's just like... It's just nice. I get why this movie endures. Yeah. And this story is important. And Like, it's, it's definitely a watchable Very watchable. Movie, but, but it's just fucking boring to talk about. Yeah. Uh, one, one hundo. Uh, Gabriel Byrne tells there's more to you than you. Are, uh, there's more to you than this if you have the courage to write it. And then Joe's like, and she goes home. Um, uh, Meg is knocked up. She's pregnant. Beth looks like the fucking exorcist. She's I've never seen a more character that just more sickly and gross than yeah. this kid. Uh, they have a talk about how they miss each you know, other. You know, she actually got the plague for this. Dude, Claire Danes is fucking, she goes fucking 110%. Yeah. That's what's so great about Claire. Uh, Beth, she goes, I'm not afraid of death. I'm not afraid. Um, something, Should be. Something about Jesus and God. I don't know. Uh, and then, so she's in the room with uh, Winona Ryder, and they're having a heart-to-heart on the bed. Uh, the wind blows the window open, and Winona's like, Beth, hold on. I'm just going to go close the window. Goes to close the window. In between walking yeah. to the window and then back to her sister just fucking gone. Just that. Just fucking croaks. Just like that. Hey, I guess that's, sometimes that's how it goes, but. Watch pot never boils. <laughs> <laughs> and then as soon as you take your eyes off of that thing, fucking yep. just. Not only did it boil, all the water flowed. evaporated. <laughs> There's no longer anything in the pot. It has gone to heaven. This pot has gone to heaven. Rip though, baby sister. Uh, R.I.P. to a real one, Beth March. We miss you. <laughs> uh, Aunt March is over in uh, Europe, so she's uh, and she's sick. So Amy can't come home because she's got to take care of this old bitch. Uh, Joe starts this old bitch. Joe starts writing the life story of her and her sisters, which is the fucking movie that we just watched. And you should also get you should. Uh... You should have to get people to sign away their Yeah, rights. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's very, very presumptuous that these... What if they had plans to write their yeah, own books? I was going to... You know what? I, I actually had an outline. Uh, Meg and Mr. Brooks, they have some twins. We got two babies here. Uh, Lori comes home and uh, knocks on the door, and Joe opens the door, and she's so excited to see him. And then he goes, uh, uh, excuse me, may I introduce my wife? Uh, your sister, your, your baby sister, and she's like, "What? Your baby sister that I uh, was twenty when she was like six? Yo, sorry, I didn't tell you or invite you guys to the wedding or ask the father for permission, but uh, this is my wife, and it's legal, and there's nothing you can do about and it. And I own you now. I am a match." Uh, she painted a picture of the house that they're all in. Who gets the family Bible? 
who does get the family Bible? It's a contentious issue. Uh, Joe doesn't give a shit because you know what? I think honestly, uh, Joe has no interest in uh, sexual relations of any kind. I, I'm not going to go so far as to say that she's uh, a lesbian or that uh, that there's some undercurrent well, think, of that. I think that's very brave of you. But I think she's she's far. focused on her and her writing and all that stuff. I don't think she gives a shit about romance. Um. Uh, and then her aunt leaves uh, her house in the city to Joe when she dies. So Joe just has this big ass house in the city. Big ass house. Um, and Susan Sarandon's like, "You should turn this into a school." And she's like, "I think I will turn this into a school." And then she finds out somebody's going to publish her book because uh, Gabriel Byrne liked it and he gave it to somebody to publish it. And he dropped off that news, and then she runs to the train to catch him. And this part I fucking hated. I hated the last. Minute of this movie. I, I, the first 25 minutes of this movie are a fucking complete snooze. And then I started to get into it. And then the last minute of this movie just undercuts absolutely everything that Winona Ryder's character has stood for and talked about the whole she's film. She's like, please stay. Please, I need you. I, I'm powerless without you as my husband. Yeah. I need you to be my husband. And it's like, wh- what the, f- when? When did that happen? Uh, he... I mean, she said stay to teach. Yeah, stay and run the She thing. didn't say anything about being her husband. And Well, he does. He proposes. And then the movie fucking ends. It all, it's, all, it's over. Do, are you sure he wasn't proposing to be her father? I mean, the numbers would please suggest... Please let me be your father. Please, let me be your daddy. I have not been injured in war. No, I will be your new daddy. You will call me daddy. Two... <laughs> Daddy, t- Daddy too. I will also be Daddy. Uh, that's, I will now be known as Daddy. Also, that's the that is that is Little Women. Bill is taking his his Crocs off. I like Literal to get Crocs. He's where he was wearing Crocs. Look, nothing wrong with Crocs. He's wearing uh, one white sock and one black sock. Dude, I I don't match socks anymore. Too late in life, bro. Dude, if I've I, never felt more free. If I have two of the different socks on, I, I, I could have a white sock if the pattern on the bottom of the foot of like the the gray on the toe of the Hanes sock is different than yeah. the other side. I can't wear them. I, my socks have to match. I will. Dude, I will. you gotta get over that shit. No, nope, I can't. No. no, I've never felt more free. Sometimes I don't uh, tie my sneakers. Okay, that's you're just gonna trip and fall. Bill, what'd you think? As of long this? as I don't have holes in the heels of the socks, I'm good. Bill, toes fine, heels bad. You can My have your, toes are you fine. Could have, you could have your big stinky toe sticking out of a hole in that sock, and you'd be fine with it. No, I no, obviously not. No. Okay. Well, you just said if there's a hole in the heel, then you throw it away. I didn't even think I'd have to say a hole in the toe. Well, what then the, why did you say a hole in the heel? Fucking cut your toenails, animal. My toe, I do cut them to keep them fucking sharp for a fight. <laughs> it's my only weapon. It's like Oz. I just want to fucking scratch out J.K. Simmons' eyes. It's how I was taught. I roundhouse kicked off his fucking eyeball. All right, my so that's toe. it, right? This that's movie it. is What'd done. That's it. What do you think, man? You know, I thought it was a it was a watchable movie. I enjoyed it. Yeah, it's fine. It's just uh, yeah, it's, it's so nothing, boring. Yeah, it's nothing. It's nice to watch, but to talk about it's fucking insane. Why did yeah. we even do this? I think it's uh, just because of my respect for Winona Ryder. 
Um, and because of the new the new ones coming out, and you yeah. were like, "Oh, I want to be artsy." Yeah, I thought, "Well, oh, we're fucking, we're gonna, we're gonna, we're gonna pick up a lot of fucking traction. A lot of people are gonna be looking for podcasts about Little Women 2019, <laughs> and they're gonna stumble across and, get and they're gonna sucked go, into this minute. vacuum. Little Women 1994. Let me revisit that through two of the stupidest men that have ever let lived. Just uh, well, you know, once again, I take. Great Let's take America's that. dumbest film critics. What do they uh, have to say? I agree with that, but stupidest that ever lived. I yeah, mean, no, no. There's been a lot of stupid people to live. Um, how do you quantify that? Uh, Jesus, have you I been stealing my brain matter? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's why I get that. How did you get brain matter without no. someone knowing? Uh, you'd have to be asleep, probably, right? Gunshot wound. Yeah, no, you, yeah, you're not going to get brain matter. You're going to have to get one of those like Egyptian mummification hooks that they shove up your nose to pull your brain out. I mean, is it a, <clears throat> is it a boondock saints? I think so. Yeah. Yeah, and I would not, I'm not going to go out of my way to recommend people watch this movie, but like, if you want to, yeah, have at it. It's fine. See, uh... I liked it enough, but I didn't love it. It's fair enough. So, that's, I mean, that's the... That's the best I can do with this one. It was a movie that I watched, and I had almost no feeling about one way or the other. But you've, you've seen it before, though, right? I saw it when I was a kid because I had... Uh, no remote control? And no it was just stuck, on the... it was just stuck on that fucking movie. It was stuck in the VCR, Did and then that was change it. this? You uh, don't know where the remote went. No, I mean, this movie has... For me, when this? 1994, I was 11 years old. So really, in your sexual prime? Yeah, we got Winona Ryder, Claire Danes, and Kirsten Dunst. Yeah, I'm I'm watching this movie, and Susan Sarandon. Yeah, I think I'm gonna watch this one a couple of times, and then I realized that uh, it was rated PG and should have been G. Yeah, and uh, I heard that they did it PG just to sell it to teen girls. Yeah, I saw that as well. Makes sense. Uh, no teenager wants to go see. I it. mean, there's no swearing. They don't want to see a G-rated film. There's no uh, there's no banging, no finger banging. <laughs> I hope not. Uh, but we don't know what uh, we don't know what that old Mister Brooks was getting up to. You know what I mean? I mean, he did get a little bit uh, Um, old Stoltzy, old Stoltz. So. That was that. That was Little Women 1994. Um, this new one. Serviceable. <clears throat> serviceable. Winona Ryder picks up a, an, a, an award uh, nomination for Best uh, Supporting Act. Uh, no, Best Actress. Um, Just a nom. She didn't win. She did right? not win. Um, I looked up who won, but I, I, it was something I had never heard of. Um, the costumes got nominated. Colleen Atwood. She does all of Tim Burton's movies. And then Thomas Newman gets uh, nominated for the score. None of them win. I don't know. The costumes were nice. The music was fine. Yeah. Winona Ryder was fine. Winona's great. I didn't think that. I wasn't like blown away by this. I'm curious. I would. I do think I'm gonna try. Because uh, I'm trying to this this new one. Everybody's talking crazy Oscar things about because Greta Gerwig directed it and Saoirse Ronan's in it. Um. And uh, so I'm going to try and see it soon 
comes out on Christmas. I'm going to try to catch you it. You go on I, Christmas Day, aren't you? I'm going to wake up the kids. I'm going to go, guys, sorry. The movies don't open until 11, but we got to get down there because it's probably going to be a rush. <laughs> I'm not sitting in the front row again. You can so. open gifts when we get back. We have to go see this Actually, movie. Actually, this is the gift. We're going to see Little Women. You guys know how I love Tim- Timothée Chalamet Friend from of the pod. Hot Summer Nights? Well, anyway, he's in this movie. And he's playing the role played by previously by Christian Bale. Now, if that ain't an upgrade, I don't know what is. Get out Get of bed, sleepyhead. Fuck off, Christian Bale. Uh, no, I like the cast of this new one. I like Saoirse Ronan and Florence Pugh and uh, uh, Hermione Granger. What the hell's her name? Emma Watson. Watson. Yeah, she's good. And Laura Dern's in it. And. Uh, Mer- during the Susan Sarandon Potter. Yes, and Meryl Streep is the aunt. Bob Odenkirk is the oh, dad. Meryl Streep's Meryl Streep. Aunt Match. Yeah, putting a wig, talking in a funny voice. Meryl Streep is up. the dad. Yeah, Odenkirk is the dad. Yeah. Um. I. You know. Uh. That's what I wanted to. Who? I wonder who plays the uh, Frederick in this new one. Let's look that up real quick because the Gabriel Byrne part. Vince Neil. <laughs> Vince Neil from Motley Crue. Brett Michaels and Vince Me they did a weird they dual casted it. Wow, that's fucking <laughs> that's very strange. Andy uh, DeVito. Lewis I don't know who the fuck this is. Who's that? Lewis Garrell. Some French guy. Hey, well anyway, good for you, bud. Uh anyway, that's it. It's a Boondock Saints. Uh, what are we doing next week? We're doing uh Christmas classic. <laughs> no. <laughs> what no? are you saying? No. I think it is. I don't think so. It's one of my wife's favorite movies. That does not make it a Christmas classic. Say it to her fucking face. Get dude. her down here. Say it to her face. Call her up. T- send her down. I'll do it on mic. Say it to her face. Anyway, we're talking about the nineteen 19- no two thousand five film. Is it 2005? 2005. The The Family Stone. Family Stone. It's a it's a tale of redemption and it's a tale of uh is it dismissive afterthoughts. Where's the redemption? Oh, I guess they all redeem. It's a tale themselves. of a family It's going to a... be a fun one because this is look, Little Women was boring as shit. The Family Stone. This wasn't boring as shit. No, no, not, not us. We were fucking We were on fucking fire. But the Family Stone, uh, uh, they did this interesting thing where they had stuff happen. So, uh, Isn't it great when movies do that? Yeah, it's so much easier to talk about. When they do turn of events. Um, so anyway, check that out. Seven Days, it's the Family Stone. It's uh, I promise you, it's going to be fun. I don't think you should promise. Nah, I'm not promising shit. Rate, review, subscribe. Steal stuff. Bye. Bye.